All right, Siege, your word of the day is computer. Country of origin? Mm, USA. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Mm, you're having tech issues. That's what comes to mind. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah, internet's been uh, spotty all day. Yeah. Fun. I want to spend a bunch of money on new computer stuff. To build a NAS, possibly replace my quote-unquote gaming PC. All this stuff. You should. We'll talk about that in one second. Hey, we're we talking podcast with your hosts Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. I knew you'd support me. Of course. Let's spend all the money on the computers. Uh, this is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies, typically chosen by our guests. But hey, guess what? Two weeks in a row, it's just the boys. The <laughs> we're the, back, the boys. baby. Yeah, that's right. And uh, better than ever. Talk- that's right. We don't need a guest. We no. can do this on our own. Turns out, uh, when life is very stressful, <laughs> just the thought of having to text another person, <laughs> just immediately don't want to do it. It's too much. Yeah. Compiled with just scheduling issues. Look, it, this is what's happened. So it's okay. We're busy boys. Yeah. Look, you tune in for us anyway. So like, yeah. don't be disappointed. Cut it out. You it's want fine. these sultry voices of us two. That's right. Was that Seinfeld? Yes. What's the deal with the no guests? <laughs> it's the show where the guest chooses the movie, but they don't even have a guest. No. So once again, we chose the movie, and we're going to be talking about 2023's Missing, now on Netflix. Drama, comma, uh, mystery, comma, thriller. That's right. We'll get to it in a second, though, because we got to fill time. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> CJ, what, what specifically are you looking to do? in order to spend money on computers. I think it's it's more that like at this point in time, because of how old they are, I don't really have a choice. Like the operating system flat out won't support my hardware at this point. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's a signal. That's how I'm sure. defending it, you know? <laughs> that's what you're telling Emily, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's <laughs> listening to this right now? <laughs> uh-huh. Definitely yeah. real. Definitely couldn't work around that. I, I built a P- PC back in 2011, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that was That's like so long ago. my gaming PC. And okay. I don't know if you know this, but you can't really game on a over a decade old computer. I mean, you can barely game on like a three-year-old computer these days. Yeah, exactly. You know what does still work, though? Balloons Tower Defense 6. <laughs> okay. That's good. I think that works on my phone, though, too. So I, I don't know if you necessarily <laughs> it, even need it, that. It definitely does. <laughs> That's the game I've been putting in a lot of hours into. Did you play? Did you game on that a lot? I used to, yeah. And um, yeah, I would play Call of Duties. I, I, to be honest, though, I think the games that I put the most time into are old games, like the nostalgia ones I just wanted to play again, like okay. Age of Empires 3 or whatever. It's like, well, I love this as a kid. I'm going to play the newer version, Age of Empires yeah. 3 and 4. And it was a blast. Couldn't you play that on like your Mac now, though? Mm, Potentially. Some I of those know, older maybe. games you can play on, on Macs now. True, yeah. But also, I want to make the argument for you to maybe, <laughs> you. Get, a, maybe to get a console instead. I know, yeah. We, we have the Switch. We were debating whether or not we'd dip our toes into like a PS5 or something. Xbox. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that would make more. Nah, I don't know. 
I think there's certain games we want the PlayStation 4 specifically, but maybe not. Are most games, I'm so out of the loop, are most games like compatible with both, or do you have to pick one? A lot are. Okay. Some aren't, though. Like, big big titles like Spider-Man is only on PlayStation. See, But there's that, also that right a bunch there. of stuff that is only on Xbox. Um, yeah. Like, Xbox bought a bunch of game studios recently, or Microsoft did. Um, so a lot of stuff you're only going to get there. I don't know. I, I actually have both. I, I don't have the PS5 yet, but I usually get the newest Xbox and then I'll wait until the latest PlayStation comes down in price or like is almost end of life and then get that yeah. to finally play through all the exclusive games that I couldn't. But yeah, I don't know. It's, and it's right now it, you like can't get a PS5, right? Isn't it still like hard to get one or is it better now? i don't know i think it's gotten a lot better um i think ps5 yeah it's still harder to get than the xbox though so that might also factor in gotcha um but i think both you can still you can you can more or less get nowadays see this is what yeah i don't know i like the pc for like i have a whole steam library so i don't want to just like scrap that okay well then yeah i i get that even though there's countless games that I bought for like $5 and haven't even installed. <laughs> so probably don't care about those, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's literally like I would have to get a new CPU to support Windows 11, but my motherboard won't support the latest CPU probably because it's over no. a decade old, which means I need a new motherboard to get a new CPU. And then I definitely need a new graphics card to right. play any game nowadays. And so that already is like, I don't know, $700. Yeah, it's a rebuild for sure. Yeah. Which I don't know. That's that's the argument for a console though, right? Like I get that yeah. you want to keep your Steam games, which I, I can't argue for, but like a console is like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Like, it's half less than half the price and it's gonna future proof you probably much longer than that PC will. Totally. Something to think about for sure. Yeah. But you also want to um you also want a NAS, right? Would yeah. this would this potential computer double as both a NAS and a gaming PC? No. It'd okay. be like one of the, yeah. No, I want to build like a dedicated NAS where that's that's all you're using it for. Okay. Cool. What you have, that's right? That's right. Yeah, I've got a I built a box. It's my version two that I'm on currently. But yeah, all it does is, is it's a NAS and it's a <clears throat> downloader and a Plex streamer. Uh well you gotta download the artwork. That's what you mean, right? The art the artwork, <laughs> yes. The artwork and only that. Yep. Uh, everything else is completely legally acquired. Yeah, it's all above board here. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I, I still got to show you um, kind of what I did with mine because I think there's there's some stuff that regardless of what you do for the NAS, there's some software that will make your life a lot easier. Yeah. But that gets into that gray area that we're not going to talk about on the show. So we're going <laughs> to... We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we'll talk about missing just like I will be if anyone finds out what I've been doing with this box. Okay. <laughs> Kevin and I are headed to LAX and we need you to pick us up on Monday. Mom, where are you guys? My mom never came home from her trip. I don't know where she is. You need to let the police handle this. I tried. I'm not giving up on my mom. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. It's the boys this week, and we're talking about Missing. 2023's Missing. I'm really, uh, really tempted to turn... I got to turn that into a rap air horn. The boys. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. 
Yeah, I, I think we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for me to describe for That's something right. you've ever seen missing uh, what it's all about. I'm going to avoid spoilers. Don't worry. It's this Ready is brand go. new. Okay. Uh, there's this girl, and she uh, has Great a mom, start. and she's on her computer a lot, and her mom is going out of town with her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And this girl throws a big party for several days and uh, eventually needs to go pick up her mom for the airport, but her mom doesn't show up. Ten seconds. Uh, and so where's her mom? Where where Where's the boyfriend? Five, four. The girl three, is going to find out. Only one. using her computer. Time. Uh, I told I, the, the biggest plot point, or not plot point, but the way that the story is told is this is entirely shown through computers or security cameras or... Devices. Devices, right? And CJ, I don't know if you knew this or have seen the other movie, but this is a... Basically, the follow-up to another movie called Searching, which uh, that one starred uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I don't know his actual name. Uh, John Cho. Yeah. Uh, that sounds familiar. I, I feel like we talked about this maybe when it came out. We might have, yeah. It, that one's told the same way through like just computers, um, which I love. Have you seen any movies like this before? The one scary movie that it was a Zoom specifically, so not quite the same, but close. Oh, right. We talked about um, Host? No. Host. Yeah, Host, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah, there's a lot of horror movies that do this, like Unfriended is a series that I, I think may have originated this, um, where it's told just, just through a computer screen. Ken, our Host episode came out in October of 2020. Anytime I look wow. back, it's just like, wow, we're so old. <laughs> It means we got a lot of content. It's okay. God. That feels like you could have told me that was a year ago. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It was almost three years ago. Yeah. Wow. But hey, that's a good movie slash episode. So go check that out. That's very spooky. Yeah. But I, so it's going to be tough talking about this because this is a mystery basically, right? Mm -hmm. About what happened to this girl's mom and boyfriend and we're not really going to be able to talk much about the plot because this is brand new. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it because there's twists and turns throughout this whole thing. It's a good movie. Yes. Um, so go check it out and we, we won't, we won't spoil it. But um, one of the things we can talk about is, is what I was already getting to the, how it's told completely through computer screens. And I think this movie does a good job of keeping your interest. Yeah. Uh, even though it's, it's doing that because other movies that do this, like Unfriended, are like very strictly just a computer screen. Like it doesn't zoom in on anything or go into other devices or anything like that. And this movie, yeah, like cut cuts in on the screen at certain points and, and moves it around. And I mean, we're on phones, we're on other security cameras, we're on we're on other things. And there's a there's a soundtrack, right? There's mm-hmm. there's actual music going on to add suspense. And and they open up Spotify for like a song. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in general, they, they did a really good job of, of yeah, making it not, you, you forget that you're just looking at a computer screen for, for most of the movie. Yeah. Cause yeah, what you were saying, the, the zoom in even is like, you're seeing their webcam view and even that it'll sort of zoom in. And so the view is like pixelated as it would be with the computer right. scene. But even that it's still like worked for me. I thought it was still, that was still cool. It was better than staring at the one screen the entire time. They did a great job of that. Absolutely, yeah. Something else I wanted to talk about is 
uh, I don't think this is a spoiler, but as part of this girl's investigation, she quote unquote hacks into people's Gmail accounts. See Ken, how how realistic is this? This is so realistic. That's what's sad. <laughs> Do not use the same password for multiple things. <laughs> yeah, once she figures out one password, it just like opens up everything. That's it. Uh, End of story. Don't yeah. reuse passwords. <laughs> That's how she's able to quote unquote hack into things. This is so realistic. This definitely is what exactly what happened. And I I was sort of wondering that too. She uses. She, again, quote-unquote, hacks into people's, like, Google accounts, and then that way you have access to, like, everything. Their location mm-hmm. history, their search history, what passwords mm-hmm. they have saved, stuff like that. That's I, I was sort of wondering how, how Google feels about this movie. Because... <laughs> it really highlights how much data Google tracks yeah, for you. Like, it really shows you, yeah, how easy it is to, like, cyber-stalk somebody if all you do is get their password. The the amount of location tracking, I don't know if it's if that's accurate or not, but I'm pretty, pretty sure everyone accurate, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone in this movie is using an iPhone. But Google they they log into one Google account and you know they seem to know exactly where this person is up until they may or may not have turned off their location services. Um all of that information is tracked in Google. It's insane. Yeah. That's scary. It is. That's okay. Can I I, I'm going to climb up on my high horse again here. This is this is the movie to do that. We want to use pass phrases, not passwords. Write out a sentence. They are way easier to remember and exponentially more secure. Because mm-hmm. every time you add another character to the length, you're adding an exponent to the amount of combinations that it would take to crack that. So by having a 20 character password it is basically impossible for any computer device today to crack that in a reasonable amount of time and cj how how good is it to just use the name of the service as your password ken here's the thing if you include the name of the service in your pass phrase i think that's a good way to remember what your passphrase is for that particular service okay as long as you're again making it like 20 characters long and then you tack on the word like Facebook in the middle of it or at the end. Right. Then you as a human being is easier to remember and it's still way secure. And it's unique for that specific service too. Exactly. So, then you can't reuse it to log yeah. into something else. Unless someone intelligently is like, oh, obviously this is the name of the service. Let me sub in the other name. Yeah. But, so maybe uh, it's, it's switch that up a bit. <laughs> Move it around <laughs> in your passphrase. Sure. But realistically, most people are, are like, or maybe this is true or not, I guess I don't know, but I would imagine most people who get your password are probably just uh, plugging that into some sort of service that they've written to just try that on other services, right? So they they may not be, and you're probably part of a long list of passwords that they got as part of some data breach or something. Uh, Yeah. So it, it still probably is better than nothing. Um, yeah, I, I hate to tell you, uh, over talkers out there, but in terms of all of the layers of security and how technology works, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Well, what's also interesting is they have an example of social engineering in this movie, too. Yes. Where they couldn't get a password, and so they call in, and some girl pretends to be a man. That was very to, funny. 
to, to get the password and, and it was like super easy and she said it was like wasn't even the first time they'd done that ken in a past life of mine i have gotten people to tell me their password over the phone where i was pretending to be someone i was not you had a very interesting job prior yeah. to this and your job now is so boring but it your is. prior job was was very cool i remember i mean you can tell the story again but you like did physical social engineering too right you would yeah. try to get into campuses and stuff i got into a bank's office that was fun where i even so i got up to the floor i went up to the door that i did not have a badge for so i just propped open my bag and started rifling through it as if i couldn't find it and some nice stranger saw me in distress holds the door open for you because people are nice it's the midwest Mm -hmm. So then, without knowing the layout of this floor, I usually liked to walk around to like see, maybe look at where network closets were, if any computers were left unlocked. So I usually just kind of do a lap to get the lay of the land, find the bathroom, you know, coffee maybe, <laughs> steal their coffee. Sure. Uh, and while doing this, I was walking around and went through a door and didn't know that that I was leaving the secure area and locked myself out again. So got, got in, walked around, Oops. came out, went, Oh crap, I got to get back in. <laughs> but I did the same trick. I just hung out there outside the door and people just let you in. Nice. I mean, not nice, not good. Don't yeah. do that. I then proceeded to uh, sit at an empty desk, just opened my laptop and plopped down at a desk like next to somebody and hung out there for, I think, an hour or so. Nobody said anything. No one said, who are you? I was hanging hey, out in the break room mess- messing with the this guy with a mohawk? <laughs> Did not have a mohawk back then. I blended in a lot more easier. Uh, I was dressed business cash. Those were, those were fun times. And then I remember like grabbing all the evidence I needed to say, like, hey, here's what I did. Look, I'm on the network. Um, took a screenshot of like my network address and stuff like that. And then just remember like bolting it to the train and just like pouring in sweat by the time I got on the train. Cause I'm just, you're just so nervous the entire time you're there waiting. To I'm be sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause you don't want to have to explain why you're there, even though it's totally okay. But yeah, they hired gonna, me to do gonna this. To talk but, to, yeah. You're going to have to talk to probably several people Yes. until you get to the right person. Who's like, yeah, okay. You are. It's okay. (laughs) So we literally carry around a thing that's called a get out of jail letter. So that if that does happen, you have a a physical letter on you that's signed by somebody high up in the company to say, like, contact this person. They know I'm here. Okay. Smart. But you could fake that too, right? I mean, they don't know that person's number. You could put anyone's number on that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just giving people ideas now. This is not good. Pass phrases, do not reuse the same password for different services. There. I will yeah. hop down off my high horse now. That's right. Um, what? So maybe the, this, maybe the whole episode should just be ways to, to better uh, secure your online identity. But uh, another method they used a lot in this movie was since this girl had access to the Gmail account, she was able to access other accounts that she didn't necessarily have their passwords to by just doing forgot my password yep. because that would then send it back to that Gmail account that she has access to. What's a good way to address that, CJ? I would say you should enable MFA, that's multi-factor authentication, on your Gmail because you basically said if you get access to the Gmail, that's kind of the keys to the kingdom. I can then just go to the services say, hey, I forgot my password. So MFA 
It's multi-factor. There are three forms of authentication. One, physical. That's what most people enable. Two, something you know. And then three, something you are, biometric, like a thumbprint. So the something you know is a password. The, mm-hmm. the physical, the something you have, is your phone. So multi-factor authentication, I open Gmail, I log in with my username and password, then it sends uh, either a push notification to my phone that I have to approve, or I type in a code that my phone has, thus proving that both I know my username and password and I physically have my device. And if you can lock down that with uh, face ID or touch ID or whatever, then you yeah. got the biometric too. So yep. you can have all three. Yeah. Google how to enable multi-factor authentication yeah. for your Gmail account. It's very easy. You download an app and it and you scan a QR code and you're done. That's it. It'll take you 30 seconds. No, that's that's good advice. This is probably the most educational episode <laughs> of the podcast we have yeah. ever done. I wasn't planning on doing any of this, but I I am legitimately passionate about it because I hate seeing people like fall for this shit, especially like uh, our, not to be ageist, but our older generation folks uh, aren't sure. as tech savvy. And I do feel super bad when you hear all about these scams that are targeting like retirees and stuff like that and draining what little retirement savings they had because they clicked a link in a weird email or got a weird phone call. And they just believe in the good of people. And so they, they believe them that they're there to help them and stuff like that. It sucks. Yeah, for sure. Wow. So again, I'm just looking for anything we can talk about this movie. That's not a spoiler, but something else that was interesting in this movie, which I don't think is realistic, is the amount of FaceTime that is used or <laughs> WhatsApp video chat. Yeah. Like no one is just calling each other. They are always on video chat. Yeah. I was sort of wondering that because, yeah, the the people are definitely more Gen Z in this movie. And I was like, I know my generation is not doing like video chats all the time. We text and no. that's it. I'm trying to push for voice memos. So not leaving voicemails, but just you send like 10 second. Oh, hey, here's the response to this text. That's too long to type out. I, I'm not on board with that. I don't know. The problem with that for me is like, what if I can't listen to it right now? Like, I would much rather have something I can just read. Yeah. You know? But then you lose tone. What about my quippy jokes? You got to have the right tone of my voice so you don't have joking. Yeah, but I don't want the guy in the stall next to me to un- to hear what you're going to say, you know? <laughs> you have stalls at your house? Yeah, we have public restrooms in my house. That's right. I can't poop in private. I have to poop in public. So. Yo, you're the opposite. <laughs> That's right. You announce, hey, I'm in here. It's me. Yeah. Hello. Is there anyone else in here? And then I have to wait until someone else shows up. It's a whole thing. It's really yeah. tough. Yeah. So you you don't like when there's like atmospheric noise or music in the bathroom? You're like, no, I want everyone to hear me. No, everyone needs to hear every single biological sound coming out of my body. Why do uh, like all office bathrooms suck? Why can't we have like legitimate stalls that add some privacy to the mix? Oh, what was it? Oh man, I don't have all the information on this, so forgive me if if I'm butchering any of this. But there was some news story that came out recently about some bill that was passed in some state uh, where they could allow for co-ed bathrooms uh, and allow meaning not force or make yeah. anyone do it, but allow companies to have co-ed bathrooms in their in their office buildings and 
one of the stipulations was that, yeah, they would have floor-to-ceiling yes. stalls, which, yeah, that would be very nice. Also, please have two-ply toilet paper. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's an extra, what, like 20 cents to get some two-ply up in here? It's got to be double, right? Maybe it's maybe ridiculous. The, the roll is the same price. But. Oh, nobody wants to come into the office anymore. Boo, boo, boo. Oh, maybe because the amenities suck. Yeah. I got I to gotta sit in a stall where there's like a crack in the door. So there's a good three inch gap yeah, where anyone washing their hands can make direct eye contact with me. Love that. Yeah. I mean, I love that. Cause yeah, I, you do. I would prefer to just poop with no stall at all. <laughs> but, you know. Like every dive bar bathroom. That's <laughs> not a door. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I guess this is only for peeing. <laughs> I don't want to call them out, but quite possibly one of my favorite venues in Chicago, the men's bathroom consists of one stall, one urinal, and the urinal is about, mm, I'm going to say a foot to a foot and a half away from the sink. There's no divider, and the Mm. way it's positioned is that if I were washing my hands in the sink and I look up into the mirror, Ken, if you were peeing... (laughs) You would be sideways, so I could have a full view of oh, what's great. going on. There's no wall or anything, that's and you would well be like bathroom. inches away from me while doing that. Yeah, that's perfect for me. That yeah. sounds great. Why? Why do we treat each other like this? Why can't we have some decency? Well, look, we're all humans here. It's okay. Yeah, have some privacy. God, I think this is just a U.S. thing because all the bathrooms in Europe are usually floor to ceiling, like doors and walls and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, U.S. is uh, oddly prudish, but also just cheap with bathrooms, I guess. I I don't know. It's capitalism. They're fucking cheap and want to nickel and dime us on everything, including toilet paper. So weird. Which, Ken, really quick, got to be another bummer. The writer's strike is still going on. Oh, my God. Shocking that the studios won't give in to a single demand. There's been no movement at all. No movement Jesus at all. Christ. And the good news, legitimate good news that I'm excited for, I think about when this episode comes out, the SAG-AFTRA, the actors union, basically, they uh, are issuing a strike authorization vote currently. So they might also go on strike, which I think they should. And same with uh, the DAG, the Directors Guild, the Directors Union, their contract negotiation is coming up pretty soon, too, and they might also go on strike. Okay. Shut it down! <laughs> Should be shut down already. Like, this is ridiculous. Look, yeah. pay everyone fairly, treat everyone fairly, and let's get movies and TV shows cranking out again. Yeah, good TV shows and movies, which require you to pay people for. Right. We don't all want to be watching Pluto TV or whatever the fuck. <laughs> There's you some know. good stuff out there. Okay, we we actually had Pluto TV on the other night, and we were watching like the original Unsolved Mysteries, which I had actually never seen before. Oh, they got it. I watched like the first half of one episode, and it was weird, not not great. But people like that show, so I'm not gonna not gonna hate. Pluto TV randomly has like old comedy shows like the birthday boys or comedy bang bang maybe bajillion dollar properties stuff like that huh other than that i don't know not not much going on there i don't think but yeah no it's okay Uh, well uh i don't have a ton i don't have any trivia for this but one 
piece of trivia I do have is for you, CJ. What is the main star from? I don't know. I recognized her friend was from uh, Poker Face, but other than that, I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, the, the main person I'm talking about is Storm Reed. Yeah. She was in a, a big TV show that came out this year. Mm, give me a genre. Okay. Um, or the post apocalyptic horror. Yeah, okay. So I would have never <laughs> seen this. No, I thought you did, though. Post apocalyptic horror? It was on HBO Max. Maybe more drama than horror, but. I'm blanking. The reason I. The reason I thought you had seen this, because I, I thought we had talked about it, was because um, Ron Swanson is in it. Oh, is this The Last of Us? Yeah. Did you no. not watch that? No. Okay. Too scary and sad. She was in The Last of Us. She was uh, Ellie's like old love interest from before, I guess. I don't know. No, thank you. Apparently, she was on uh, uh, Euphoria, too. But Another show I've not seen. also didn't watch that. Yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. The boyfriend is from Lost and a bunch of other stuff, but I know him from Lost. Didn't watch that. He was on The Sopranos, apparently, too. Didn't watch that. He was in Old. Didn't watch that either. Nope. Okay. He was on Velma. Did you watch that? I did. Okay. Yeah. He played Darren, apparently. I don't know who that is, but. I don't. I'm not recalling who that is either. I that's a very good show. I watched, oh, I don't know. I watched two episodes of Velma and I fell off of it. I was like, oh, I don't care. Also, what's what's the whole deal with uh, Mindy Kaling these days? Like, aren't we supposed to not like her or something? What's going on there? We are? I thought there was a whole, I thought she was like canceled or something. I don't think so. Wait, Glenn, How- Glenn Howardson plays Fred? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, Sam Richardson is in it too. Oh, there's a bunch of people in this. Yeah, I didn't it's all they- great people. Oh, it's a funny it. show. People should watch it. Mm, nope. Okay. <laughs> well, is it time for ratings? CJ, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate missing for you? So Emily and I watched this. Uh, so I also asked Emily for her score, and she gave it a 7. Okay. And then she was like, what are you going to give it? I was like, seven sounds pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was it was not too spooky. It, it's more of the thriller genre. I wouldn't say horror for sure. No, more yeah. of a mystery and stuff. Um, yeah. There's some like parts where you, you, you know, your heart starts racing and stuff because it's suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Um, there were... There were lots of twists, which was a lot of fun. It um, Even though I found myself predicting a lot, that didn't take away from the movie. I still okay. enjoyed it. I don't think the predictable stuff like mattered too much. It was just like spoiling a reveal that I was about to happen a few minutes later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not the type of movie I would normally watch, but I, yeah, I dug it. It was a very cool style of a movie. It kept my attention. I, I liked all the twists and stuff. Um, it was good. Seven. Nice. Yeah, if you like this, I mean, you go back and watch Searching if you didn't before. I mean, it's it's the same thing, just different cast and different mystery. So, all right. So for me, uh, uh, so yeah, Megan and I watched this together as well. Uh, she she has a bad problem of predicting things that happen before they happen, and she knows not to tell me when that happens. But I didn't ask what her rating was, but she like figured some pretty major stuff out. 
very early on before any reasonable person should know what was going on. She's smart is what you're saying. I, I guess so. But I don't know. I, I always watch these movies and just try to turn that off and do a pretty good job of just letting it wash over me. So every twist was great. I loved it. Got me every time. Questioning like, well, wait, what's going on now then? What, what's happening? So yeah, that's probably why I'm bumping it up one more point than you. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. I think it's uh, in a very effective movie. Well done. I thought the acting was great from everyone, actually. Yeah. So yeah, other than, you know, Suspending disbelief that everyone uses FaceTime all the time. Uh, I thought I thought it was pretty good. So, yeah, eight for me. One one more question on that topic before we go. So the the dating app we use that's how the mom meets the the boyfriend is right. we get a glimpse into this dating app. Can you imagine yourself ever sending that many videos to potential <laughs> like girlfriends? That that was so strange that he. Wait, oh, we need to talk about this after the show because I have a couple spoiler things we got to talk about. But yeah, the fact that they sent video messages back and forth. Is that even a thing in in dating? Probably. Apps? I would assume so. But man, I can't imagine ever using that. No, very strange. I feel like I would never be able to click send on it because you're just seeing, I would just be judging myself so hard seeing myself in it and being like, Oh, I should change that word or like <laughs> uh, my tone wasn't quite like I would just be right. so overanalyzing it. Yeah. You're always worrying about how you're presenting yourself. Yeah. And yeah, they were so easy breezy on the video chats and yeah, that's not, that's not it. You're, uh, maybe, you're worried. maybe it comes with age though. Like maybe at that point you're like, I'm, I'm older. I know who I am. I, I don't give a shit anymore. I guess. I don't know. I just just picturing like younger me. Just like there's no fucking way I would get through one video. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. Checking the background, make sure everything behind me is like clean and order. Like no, it mm-hmm. wouldn't happen. All right, Siege. Well, I think that's it for this episode. What do we got to plug here? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Email us like actor Wayne Knight did at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Text us or call us at USA Cat one five nine one or go to our website overtalkingpod dot party. Oh oh no. Oh, someone is hacked into this Zoom call. That's crazy. Who is it? Oh, it's oh, it's the overtalking overlords, of course. Ben, can't reuse that password. I I shouldn't have. I'll add, I'll append Zoom to the end of it. <laughs> there you go. They'll never know. Yeah, they'll never know. You can cut this out, right? Uh, they're here to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review. Or reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, we spend enough money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was easy. Just changed my password. <laughs> Locked them oh, out. That was quick. Yeah. And as we say at the end of every single episode... Where'd you go? <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week's special guest was missing. Music by Justin Peters, logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Oh.